Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Well, hello and welcome into another edition of Plan Wise Retire Free. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Mark Killian here alongside Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, Holistic Wealth Managers at the newly merged company of Mott and Associates and Wilson Group Financial. Serving us here throughout the Florida area from their office in Orlando and Bradenton. You can find them online at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Or you can give them a jingle at 800-779-4592 if you've got some questions and concerns and have some things you'd like to talk with the team about in your own retirement journey, they can certainly give you a hand. Feel free to share this on iTunes, Stitcher, and various other podcast sharing platforms. 800-779-4592. Again, that's the number to call. 800-779-4592. And Jude, Mike, welcome in, fellas. Welcome to the new year. How are you? Happy New Year, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. At the time of this taping now, the New Year has happened, so I wanted to say hello, and uh, we'll catch up on some things that have gone over the last uh, couple of weeks since we haven't talked through the holiday season. Mike, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much. Very, very good. So listen, real fast, before we get into our topic, guys, I wanted to mention, again, at the time of taping this podcast, uh, obviously we're into the new year, and we didn't get to talk through the craziness that was the market activity during the holidays. Um, what you guys make of all that? Well, you couldn't stay away from it. It was on the news. It was on the radio. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and I've heard from a lot of people panicking. But as as you said, at the time of this taping, a lot of the volatility that was happening in December and the low of the market, we've almost recovered all of that by now. And so some people who panicked, I feel sorry if they didn't have a good advisor that told them to to stand still. Yeah, right. I exactly. Think, I think also, you know, if if you have a good plan in place and you know, and we've referred multiple times to our bucket strategy of you know soon, now, and later. You know, the fact that we have a lot of volatility is, I think, not new, not going to be new, <laughs> is forever going to be there. And so, you know, having a clear plan about when you need the money can certainly calm your fears on the later bucket, especially if you've got near-term volatility. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I agree with you. I think a lot of people hopefully had someone on their side and being able to talk to them and kind of ease some concerns or walk them through some situations. But, you know, it is what it is. And it's one of the things, right? The market's going to do what it's going to do. And you've got to be prepared. And that's part of the reason we do the, the podcast here is to get people thinking about some things and saying, hey, if you've got a plan in place and you're working that plan, and that may not necessarily have to be so affected by the whims of the market, if you will. Would you agree? Absolutely. Very good. We didn't get a lot of calls from our clients. Oh, very uh, good. Yeah, yeah. that's so. nice. That always makes things a little better, right? Right. <laughs> well, listen, let's go ahead and get into our topic. I wanted to at least mention that because, it's uh, again, we hadn't talked in a couple of weeks. So let's knock out this topic today. And not everything in financial planning is black and white, guys, right? There's a lot of gray area. We'll have some fun with it. Call it 50 shades of gray areas. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> a lot of things in life really aren't black and white. There's usually a lot of gray area to things. So let's identify, if you will, and discuss some of the areas, some nuanced areas here. Big question for a lot of people. Pay off the house early or not? And that's not so cut and dried. No, it's not. And typically when you talk to people, it's a goal to pay off that house quick and to get out of debt. And that may be a good thing, but you really have to do the math and customize it to your situation. For example, interest rates 
on mortgages have been historically low over the last five to eight years. Yeah, and they're finally starting to rise up, right? Finally starting to rise up. But if you're at a mortgage of 3%, but happen to be in an investment that's making more than that, you're losing opportunity cost. And a lot of people don't think about opportunity cost. Once that dollar is spent, then you not only lose that dollar, but you lose all the possibilities that that dollar could have grown. So one possibility is you could be making more on your money than the mortgage interest rate. And you got to do the math. I know from a tax perspective, Mike may have also some input on that. Well, it's interesting because I know, especially the new tax laws, you know, so many people think, well, I should have a mortgage because I'm going to be able to write off the interest as a tax deduction. And we know that, you know, the number of people that are going to be able to do that has gone down dramatically. Significantly, yeah. Uh, so before we used to take the tax effect of the interest in mind, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now it's just a math function of whether the cost of money is either higher or lower than the rate of return we could get later. Absolutely. Because as you already know, the tax bill that was passed last year goes into effect this year. And so a lot of people are not going to have that big itemized deductions because of the standard deduction so high this year. Right. Yeah, that's changed. So a lot of things to think about in this new year when you're talking about it. Another great area, guys, the Roth conversions to do one or to not do one. I know it was a big topic for a lot of people in 2018 because of the thought about the taxes being low. And maybe we go ahead and do a conversion and pay the taxes now while they know that it's low versus later. What's your thoughts there? I'm still on that boat. I still believe that uh, we may be in the lowest tax environment that we're going to see for a very long time. We've got some opportunities to do some Roth conversions now, pay the tax now so that it moves from that realm of being forever taxed to never taxed, especially if we have time. Anybody that can do a Roth conversion and let the money sit and accumulate for any reasonable period of time, 10 years or longer, it's, I think, a very obvious choice to do the Roth conversion. One of the things I'm going to be carrying the banner on this year is looking at the possibility of doing a Roth, whether it's a Roth 401k or Roth IRA, because like Mike said, taxes are on sale. And if you believe some of the economists and the other people that we're reading, because how fast the deficit is growing, tax rates may even double in our lifetime. So if you can move money from always taxed to never taxed, I think it's something that you have to look at. Now, you do have to be careful because some of the rules have changed. For instance, we used to be able to reclassify a Roth conversion. So if you made a mistake, you could basically get a do-over. That rule has gone away. So there's little changes. You need to be able to speak to your financial advisor or, or tax advisor. You know, we, in fact, we have a video called The Tax Train. That's right. Um, that uh, for those people that would be interested in can contact and go into our site and ask for a copy of that. But we're going to be doing a whole a workshop and possibly even a movie about the coming tax train, as it's called, which is pretty thought provoking. But the guy's done a lot of the math mm-hmm. and a lot of the facts do point to rising taxes in the future. We obviously don't know how much. But if you do the math, there's a very good possibility taxes are going to go up and maybe significantly. Yeah. I mean, at some point, we've got to start paying on this debt, right? So it's got to right. come from someplace. So good information there. Where can they uh, find that uh, video if they're interested? 
Well, just give us a call at the office. We are going to be having a showing of oh, the okay. video. All right. We're going to be renting out a theater and having a, a big oh, showing. Cool. And we've also got some copies for some of our clients who may not be able to make that showing. But give us a call at the office and we'll give you more details. Okay, very yeah. cool. Then that number is 800-779-4592. 800-779-4592. Very, very cool. You guys are going to run out of theater and everything. That sounds pretty good. I might have to come to that. <laughs> You're welcome. Come I, on down. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, guys. So let's continue on with our Fifty Shades of Gray area. Again, not everything is black and white, so some stuff kind of muddles around in the middle. And while we're here talking about this on the podcast, I got a couple more for you. Term life or permanent life insurance? What's your stance there? Well, I tell you, sometimes you listen to the gurus, either in the magazines or on the radio, that are ultimately one way or the other. You should always buy term and invest the difference. Or permanent life insurance is the only answer. I think that's a way to tell that you're not talking to a financial advisor. It really depends on your situation. As you know, term life is the cheapest life insurance that you can buy, and you could buy more of it, more coverage because it's so cheap, but it may not be right for your particular situation depending on what your end goal is. So a lot of times when we're looking at our clients, sometimes we try to find a combination, a sweet spot between the two. But the answer is not one or the other. The answer is what's right for you in your situation. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, again, you've got to have these conversations with your advisor because all these things, as we mentioned, have gray areas to them. And you want to make sure that whatever it is, that it's working within your whole plan because there's so many pieces, they all kind of work together. And Social Security, well, that's another big piece for a lot of it. And always a gray area and a subject of debate, guys, is when to take it. Take it early or put it off. Well, thanks for opening the big can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's my job. That's what I'm here for. You know, I think there's, we, we use the term a lot of times, they, you know, they said this and they said that. Mm -hmm. And I've heard so many times where clients will come and say, well, they said we should start now because if we don't start now, Social Security will run out of money. And other people, they say, so the facts are this, we're back to part of it is definitely you have to do the math. If you do the math, the rules of thumb is obviously you'll get more the longer you delay. But, you know, if you've retired early and you never planned going back to work, then sometimes, you know, claiming it earlier may make sense. In a husband and wife situation, many times it absolutely makes sense for at least one of them to delay as long as possible. Because at some point there will be a survivor. One of them will pass away. And when that happens, the one that passed away, uh, the one that's a survivor is either going to be able to take their own or the one that passed away, whichever is higher. Well, many times, unfortunately, I don't know, fortunately, that, that's the spouse that, and usually the female because they're traditionally live longer. So here's a female. The husband's passed away. Expenses haven't changed that much. Taxes are probably going to go up because she's single. One of the Social Securities goes away. It's in that remaining Social Security if it's much higher, may make the difference between whether that person runs out of money or not. So I guess I'm going to circle back and say the only real answer to that is do the math. We do Social Security analysis all the time as a part of a retirement income plan, and it's critical that you do the math and incorporate it with their other resources to see can you afford to delay or do you need to start now? Because if you don't start now, you're going to take too much of your retirement assets up early and then you'll run out later. 
Can I just say ditto to that? I, I, might, I might covered it so well, I don't have anything else to add. Sure, why not? Absolutely, you can say ditto, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think Mike did sum that up pretty well. And again, you're listening to Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott of the newly merged company of Mott & Associates and Wilson Group Financial. If you've got some questions about some of these things and you need some help or you know someone who does, feel free to let them know. They can give the team a call at 800-779-4592. That's 800-779-4592. And the final one for the podcast this week, guys, and don't shoot the messenger, but long-term care insurance, yay or nay, that's a gray area for a lot of people. Well, I've had some personal experience with this. My grandmother lived to be 100. My dad lived to be 85. And I tell you, the cost of care is growing at twice the rate of inflation. And so when you sit down and you look at your financial plan, particularly your retirement plan, many advisors and do-it-yourselfers only plan for the income that they need in retirement, but they don't plan on that extra expense they may have if they need care at the point when they can no longer take care of themselves. And the studies show one out of every three seniors above the age of 65 will have a long-term care event in their life. So the question is, how do you cover it? Do you self-insure or do you look at a long-term care policy? And I hate to beat a drum, but it comes down to doing the math again. Some people can't afford to self-insure. They've built up quite a bit of a nest egg. But a lot of people, most people that we run into can't afford to self-insure. And now the question is, if you can't afford to self-insure, what direction do you go in as far as what long-term care plan makes the best sense for you? You know, I think the other piece is it's about options, especially if you don't have long-term care insurance and you can't pay for the long-term care that you need, then your choices, your options for care go down. So if you want to maintain your independence and you want to be able to make your own choices about what kind of care and where you get it, then long-term care insurance many times will make the difference. Well, here today on the podcast, we were discussing some 50 shades of gray areas for some pretty important topics for a lot of people, whether it's paying off the house early or not, Roth conversions, which uh, definitely still something to really think about right now, the term life, the permanent life conversation, Social Security, as Mike pointed out, the big can of worms that is Social Security, when it, whether it's to start it early or late. So all of these things, long-term care, all these things factor into a well-designed plan, and you have to have that conversation with your advisor. And if you don't have one or you need help, well, that's that's where the team comes in here, Jude and Mike. So give them a jingle, 800-779-4592. That's 800-779-4592. And uh, check them out online at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Feel free to share this, whether it's Facebook or social media, iTunes, things of that nature, with folks that you think might be able to benefit from it. And gentlemen, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. As always, I appreciate your time, and I hope that your holiday was a good one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk to you next time. We'll do it next time right here on Plan Wise Retire Free with the team from the newly merged company of Mott Associates and Wilson Group Financial. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.